show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. My name is Danny Schill. And I'm Dan Muller. And we host the podcast We Book Celebrities. We book all kinds of celebrities, even though we're not that great at it. But we've had some success. Glenn Danzig, for instance. Yeah, you guys know. We've also had DJ Khaled. You can see the blessings in my house, my family, my musical garden, and Florida. Oh, wow. That's the end of the expert. Tanya Harding, Steven Seagal, and Meatloaf. Dick Cheney always says, one of my best friends. You and Dick, huh? Oh, yeah. I was there when he shot that guy in the face. I had to run off because I had priors. But Yeah. So please listen to We Book Celebrities on the Machine Culture Network. <laughs> Martha Reddick, and I'm the host of the podcast Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. Each week on Chronicles of Nannia, I'm joined by a guest to discuss topics related to nannying. From how to build the perfect fort to how to legally pay your taxes, we cover it all. If you've ever accidentally told your friend, I need to potty, this podcast is for you. See you on the playground. Don't impress me much So you got the brains But have you got the touch And don't get me wrong Yeah, I think you're alright Trivia, comrades This is Impress Me With Music The show where every week We create a new playlist That you can use to impress friends Enchant lovers, intimidate enemies And just flat out enjoy yourself Every week my co-host Cohabitator and long-suffering beard Mary Novohovsky and I carefully pick out each song for you and put them on a playlist. You can find our playlist embedded into the episode description. To get the playlist early, follow us on Spotify in the link and rate and review our podcast on iTunes. I'm a puppet on a string Tracy Island Time traveling diamond Could a sheep heartaches To come to find you For in some velvet morning Years too late She's a silver lining Lone ranger riding Through an open space In my mind When she's not right there beside me I go crazy Cause here isn't where I wanna be And satisfaction Feels like a distant memory Episode is Impressed Dan Muller with Music. Hey, that was Arctic Monkeys, aka Death Ramps. And I'm Mary Novoski, and I'm here with my co host. Hey, it's me, Dan. All right, that thanks one. for the energy. But what's up, bitches? You're listening to Impress You with Music, and today we're going to try and impress Dan Muller with Music. Hi, everybody. Hey, Dan, tell us who you are. Yeah, Dan, tell us about yourself. Okay, I'm Dan Muller. Too slow. Okay, are we done? All right. Uh, no, I, I do comedy things. I also have a podcast uh, called We Book Celebrities, where we try to get some, like, obscure celebrities uh, into our tiny apartment and ask them the tough questions. Um, sometimes they don't sound exactly like you remember the celebrity sounding, but it's real. It's all real. Who have you had? Uh, we had Steven Seagal recently. We had uh, Danzig on there. We talked with Miley Cyrus in the past. Steven Seagal, you know, he just decided to start pronouncing his name Seagal. It's Seagal. It's Seagal? Yeah. Is he related to the adjacent Seagal guy? It's just like, a, I don't know, maybe. Maybe? I, why would you do that? 
Like, Sounds more badass, yeah. less Jewish. I don't know. Yeah. Seagull's not intimidating. Yeah. Seagull. We're living in one of those climates. You kind of got to step away, step away from your heritage. And become a, a bird? Yeah. <laughs> Is that, that's part oh, of it. Oh, cool! <laughs> I don't know. He was, an, he was an interesting guy, though. He had some weird views. What are some of his? I know you lived in Japan for a while. I lived in Osaka, where you live, Mary. Yeah, yeah, what? Osaka. Shout out to Osaka, sweet place. If you're ever there, get uh, Ichiro ramen. Toto booty. All right. The the most interesting thing about him is he is a, a lawman. He decided he wanted to just kind of work with the Arizona, like some the Phoenix Police Department, and what? he busted like a cockfighting ring where he killed the family's dog in the process of busting the ring. What? He wasn't very effective. <laughs> what? Uh, Save some birds, kill a dog. I think he killed the birds too. Yeah. Oh, all right. Wow. He really tore that place apart. And that's true, by the way. He recounted the story on the podcast, but that's true outside of if you have any doubts. Wow, that's fucked up. Yeah, no doubts. <laughs> um, what did you think of that Arctic Monkey song? By the way, called Are You Mine, spelled R U, like a it's on Twitter or something. I don't like that title. The song is good. Okay. What, Mary, what did you call them at the intro? You said AKA? Death Ramps. What, what's that about? So that's what they also go by. According oh. to the internet, which Dave and I Wikipedia, because we're very prepared and we Wikipedia our songs approximately. Oh, it shows, yeah. A minute prior. Yeah, if you want to get, if you want to find out uh, what English. we're going to say on the podcast, just Wikipedia the artist. All right, so they are a British indie rock band, which yeah, that's easy to know. I don't know. I guess Death Ramps is their alias. Why okay. do they call themselves that, Dave? You, you've been reading. It's like that. Nah, I didn't really read it. It's something about BMX bikes. Um, an interview with another mag in 2013, frontman Alex Turner stated, "We used to ride our BMXs on these little hills in woods where we grew up in Sheffield. As six-year-olds, they looked like Death Ramps to us." I always thought it would be a cool name for a band. Or right, isn't that inspiring? Well, these guys are dumb as shit, but I'm sorry. It's I a asked. great track. Yeah, yeah, it is a good track. Um, that that whole album's pretty good. I remember when that came out like three or four years ago. It was pretty inspiring. All right, sweet. So we impressed Dan with our first uh, song. Aren't like when Arctic Monkeys got big, weren't they like super young? They were all like 17 or something. Yeah, yeah they were. You think Chief Keef, I think. No, they were. No, they, were su- they were super young. Like, they had no right to be making stuff that good at that age. No, which I feel like is happening a lot lately. Mm. Uh, it's very upsetting. The, with the Wunderkind phenomenon? Right, because yeah. I'm, I'm so past the Wunderkind prime. Are you an ageist, Mary? Uh, I'm an ageist. I definitely am. I'm a misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just learned that word misandrist, by the way. Did you know that? I don't know this one. Go ahead. Misandrist is basically uh, the sort of opposite of a misogynist, so women yeah. women who are more, more man-haters are misandrists. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it, there's more hate, whereas like a misogynist, you're being like, um, sleazy. I beg I mean? to disagree. You think that there's hate in a, there, like remember uh, what, what Mishema was like, uh, I'm a misandrist, I hate men. Yeah, well, basically, misogynists just don't use the word hate. They, they're a little more creative than misandrists. Or maybe I'm thinking of a chauvinist. I might be getting this wrong. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. Dan, I we brought you in here to weigh on this. What do you think? We're getting heavy. Well, no, maybe misogyny is more like, uh, it's more normalized, I guess. So it, it gets, uh, people accept it more. I don't know. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know. Uh, let's listen to some music. Dan, why don't we... So, to this this episode, we're going to try and, and um, play music to impress Dan with. He already knew our first track, so that doesn't bode very well for us. Uh, but, Dan, you're going to play... What, one, of your, one of your picks, Dan. So, you're back. Okay. And what about me? I believe in fate. They want to know where I'll be in five. What about today? What about tonight? Only one at a time. So precious is yours, is mine. Only one at a time. My life, my life. Yeah. Am I wrong to assume if she can't dance, that she can't ooh? Am I wrong to say that was Am I Wrong by Anderson Pac? 
featuring Schoolboy Q off of the album Now Dan, why'd you pick that song? Just a smooth groove. Uh, I mean, I kind of like the message of it. I think it's about like living in the moment and just sort of uh, appreciating things. Also that like there's a, an outro with the horns that's just so Cool. I don't know. I like that a lot. Mm, horny outro. It's Mary, a horny outro. <laughs> oh, he's so horny. No, come on, he's Korean. You can't say that. Oh shit. Uh, hey Dave, cut that out. <laughs> no, we, don't just edit. we don't. We don't know how to edit. Um, okay. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Beatles. That song. It's a little too like smooth R and B for me. Like old school radio that like my grandpa listened to. It's coming back though, like Uptown Funk. That Mark, Ron do you like Mark Ronson? Uh, yes. And I don't know a ton. Um, that Valerie song that Amy Winehouse song yeah. was really good. Uh, that's all I know. But uh, from what I've heard, yeah, he's good. That's kind of he. All everything he produces sounds really smooth, like that. It's like big band stuff. Uh, yeah. Except his stuff sounds cooler. Ah, wow. Wow. Very <laughs> throwing some shade. Leading off with <laughs> Anderson Pac. You're throwing some shade. I love his voice. I just don't know how I feel about. I don't know how I feel about the, the that track. music. So we put actually an Anderson Pox on on our first episode. What was it? It was um, World Star. World Star with uh, well, it was Bus Driver featuring Anderson Pox. Right. So and Milo, controversial author Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> Milo Yiannopoulos, really? No, no, no. <laughs> no, it was uh, this rapper from Kenosha, Wisconsin, Milo. <laughs> um, is Bill Maher on there too? Bill Maher, yeah, Bill Maher, Kathy Griffin. <laughs> Yeah, we got the whole gig. Hey, Seinfeld! If you listen to this, have to go backwards to the first one. You know, catch a lot of fun. All these references are going to be Fun features. Um, yeah, so uh, Schoolboy Q is on this. What do you think of Schoolboy Q? Another dude like I don't know a ton about, but I think his verse stands out pretty well in this. It's like the right choice, I would say. Where's Schoolboy Q in this? I didn't even notice it. I usually feel like Schoolboy Q sounds so much cooler than this track. It's wow. kind of been like the bridge. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what sounds as a rap interlude. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Mary has been paying attention to music since 1993. She doesn't know what a rap interlude is. Great. Well, your face is a rap interlude. All right. Well. So what are you? How are you? What, what's what's your comeback to dance dance track? Okay. Still smell a crack in my clothes. Don't make me have to relapse on these hoes. Take it back down the tax in the road. When I was hugging it, niggas couldn't do nothing with it. Straight from the oven with it. Came from the dirt. I emerged from it all without a stain on my shirt. You could blame my old earth for the shit she instilled in me. Still with me. Pain plus work. Shit, she made me milk this game for all this work. That's right. These niggas can't fuck with me. I'm calling guts every time. Drag my nuts every time, homie. We make a great combination, don't we? Me in the face, mom. Every time we face off, face it, y'all. Y'all niggas playing basic ball. I'm on the block like I'm eight feet tall, homie. I'm in the drop with the AC on. That's why the streets embrace me, dog. Okay, so that was Guess Who's Back. It's uh, on Scarface's album The Fix, which I mean, I think is his best album. It's uh, produced by Kanye West. It's also got Jay Z, Beanie Siegel on it. Dan, are you impressed? That one didn't do it for me. That didn't do it for you? You didn't like that one? Beanie Seagulls, that's Steven Seagal's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yeah, sorry, Beanie, Beanie Seagal. I'm sorry. Oh, and then I like it. And then <laughs> no, Beanie Seagull's name, he, he picked the name of, Bu it's supposed to be like Bugsy Seagull, the gangster. But it's still like, it's like, your name is Beanie and then you have a Jewish last name. You're, that's your rap name? That's what you <laughs> up with. I don't know, I've got to say like, I don't really know, you know, I'm, I'm not familiar with Beanie Siegel or Beanie Siegel. Beanie Siegel is, is not important. I, and I'm really not tracking Scarface's career either, so I'm, I'm trying to understand this picnic. Well, I'll tell you, a fun fact about Scarface was after, um, um, what was the name of that uh, rapper, the white guy, the, the thrift shop guy? What was his name? Oh, <laughs> I was going to say Maplethorpe. <laughs> um, no, no, that's a famous photographer, really good one. Uh, he is a anti-Christ person. He took a picture of Jesus in a bed of Pete. And, uh, well, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a lot more to Maplethorpe than that, so I please. Know, whatever. Did you die of AIDS? I believe so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Isn't that weird? There's like a whole generation of like, right, artists right. that just died of AIDS. Yeah. Defend the track. Defend the track. That's, we'll have to cut that AIDS part uh, out. Uh, so, uh, you want me to defend this? Wait, wait, no, it's Scar Scarface and Macklemore. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, when oh, Macklemore right. won Best Album, Scarface did some sort of YouTube rant where he's like, he's like, we got to take back rap music from white people. We need to reclaim it. He said some very hurtful things. 
<laughs> well, it was it was bullshit that we kind of all lost our shit over. Oh yeah, dude, it was up against Tapipa Butterfly, which is oh yeah, wow, hand like hand over fist at better. I I did, I did not realize that's what it was. Yeah, well, Tapipa Butterfly should definitely won. That. Yeah. I thought uh, that doesn't seem right to me, just in a timeline perspective. That was well, because also, so it it does seem a little off. But so after Macklemore won, he texted Kendrick Lamar and he said, "Hey, uh, you should have won," which I think was admirable. But then yeah. what he did is that he screenshotted his phone and put it on Instagram, oh. which I felt was not very admirable. Like, yeah, look oh, at Kendrick did that. No, Macklemore did that. Yeah. He's like, look what I did. Yeah, that's bullshit. Well, okay. Well, Macklemore's one of the good ones, you know. <laughs> Well, I admire Scarface for being the first to like hate on Macklemore because we all were a little late to that. Yeah, I think just culturally. Yeah, we'll wait and see what he does next. You know? Maybe he's <laughs> right. got a great song about a car wash or something. <laughs> you know, car wash. Oh, a, a, a cell phone <laughs> boost, like a boost a mobile. Cell phone. I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be uh, all all car wash love is equal. To be the next. Oh, Man, oh, get that, off your soapbox. That's a beautiful message. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dan. All right, yeah. Pick. All right, it's on me. Um, okay, I just, 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 just point to it. Don't, don't ruin the. Oh right. right. Um, okay, I am going to do um, "Under Cover of Darkness" the Strokes. Oh god damn it. I don't think um, it does it does as much justice uh, to the lead singer's voice. Okay. And Julian Casablanca. Julian Casablanca. Julian Casablanca. <laughs> or Julian Whitehouse, as he's known in America. All right. I I just I don't think that's the best show of. Uh, sure. I, I I like when he, you know, really. Ah, with one of those. <laughs> well, when he's a seagull? <laughs> <laughs> no, when he's a seagull. Okay. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I'm, I'm having a weird allergy attack. I, I pet a strange dog on the street today and I can't breathe. Yeah, now she's dying. <laughs> yeah, she pet a dog on the street. <laughs> now yeah, I have no idea what's going on. It even seems like one of those hypoallergenic dogs that's some kind of doodle. Do they make those? <laughs> yeah, they, they do. Well, they call them that, but I don't know if it's real. Yeah, I think they're just animals. Anyway, I mean, this is all right. I, I'm just curious why this album, why this track. There's so much. There's so many. Such a large catalog of great stroke songs. You picked like the weakest album. Let him answer the question. Wow. Let him answer the question. <laughs> Sorry, let, let me keep going. I'm being attacked. Um, well, okay, I I really enjoyed this album. I think it gets a little too much uh, too much of the '80s vibe at times. But sure. this was like sort of their uh, renaissance. For this was when they like they took a long hiatus. Um, this was like the big single. Um, I think like the message of the song is kind of like leaving somebody that like put in that message of like I'll wait for you, I'll come back. And so it's very symbolic. The guitar is also super cool in this. It's different. What's the guitar player's name? Um, he's a solo uh, project. Uh, yeah, Hammond. Albert Hammond. Albert Albert Hammond Jr. Yeah, he's good. Uh, I love it. I love. I, I like. I, the, I, like the, I like the chorus. I like the chorus. Mm. I just. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting that this was. I like to give. I like to give people shit, but I thought it was interesting that this was the stroke track you picked because we'll come back with another. You know what song I like from that album? Machu Picchu. Yeah, the the intro song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think they try some interesting stuff on here, and everybody likes is this it? And I, I yeah, just want to be course. like another person right. putting that out. Which place. is a great segue to yeah. Mary song. Which well, is well, in, 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 in defense, you pick this song, and then I I said fine, we'll go with this one instead of twelve fifty one. All right. Oh. I was gonna play twelve fifty one, but now I'm gonna play this. And even though it's really Dave's pick, oh, I would have put my name on it. So. like ending songs. A good ending song? And you were saying... I'm more of an intro song guy. So give me something strong that sets the tone for the album, and that's what I appreciate more than well, I like a rejected middle track. <laughs> what, what's your favorite intro to an album? It's, it might be on this. I don't know how quickly we want to segue to this, but I, I'll pick it next. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Man. Mary, favorite intro song? Favorite intro song on an album? Yeah. I don't know. I've uh, I've always been really shitty with listening to albums and from start to finish. I guess I grew up in another time, Dave. Mm. I would where I would listen to singles and then I would slowly discover other tracks and then I would kind of rush through an album. I, I don't often listen to an album from start to finish. I really I really don't. Yeah, so you're you're a millennial or whatever. How old are you? I'm twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. Mary's too young. She's like twenty. She doesn't know what it's like to have a Walkman. Yeah, yeah, I, sh I should do it. We were talking about. She doesn't know what it's like to have, be burning CDs, <laughs> yeah, making yeah, mixes for people. Actually, that's exactly what I did. Um, I my favorite Strokes album is Room on Fire. Ooh, I really yeah. love yeah. Is This It though. Is This It is the best album. I mean, it, 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 pioneers or something created it. It was new. It didn't exist before. After Is This It, it existed. The Strokes are really pissed about how much acclaim that album gets. Really, they're, they're bothered by it. Yeah. There's even in the song in, in uh, Undercover Darkness, he's saying he says everybody's been singing the same song for ten years, which is a reference to um, what last night. I think so. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, they, I, I think they kind of got pissed at how like pigeonholed they were by that album, even though they did have like a good follow-up. Yeah, the follow-up was good, but I you know what it just. I don't know, I feel like I can only invest in it with an artist for one album sometimes. It's really weird. weird. I, I, it's unfair. I can appreciate it. Yeah, I understand the feeling though, for sure. You ever have like an album by like a band, like you know it so well and you don't know anything else that they've done? Uh, uh, right, right. Um, uh, it's like every band I like. Primus Sailing the Seas of Cheese is like that for me. Like I know that album backwards and forwards. I can play half the songs on guitar, but yeah. fuck if like I, I don't know, a single other song in that band. Right. That's well. That's kind of like uh, Anderson Pack for me. I know this Malibu album really, really well, but I haven't gone through the backlog. Mary, one album deals. One album deals. How most of the bands I listen to are basically one album deals. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say one album deals that I've been into lately. I don't know, man. I don't like that question. All right, well, I was I was holding this thing about how I really like the Strokes live. Mm -hmm. One of the best that. bands I've seen live. They sound somehow even better live than they do produce. How long ago did you see them? I saw them about three years ago. Okay, pretty cool. Yeah, they were they were tight as fuck. Yeah, I saw Albert Hammond live once. He was alright. He has, he has huge biceps. Does he really? Yeah, like you can't believe how built this guy is. Because he looked, originally remember they were a bunch of these puny, skinny, like, like guys. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, The Kills! That's the one band I really like one album. Oh, yeah, so I, I, had a, I had to, you know, get my, get my word in. Well, <laughs> as you droll on like an old judge, 
holding us captive. I'm gonna All like, right, take a second song. Go ahead. Okay, we were, we're talking about intro songs. Uh, my favorite intro song, Dark Fantasy, Kanye West. We'll gather our children. Listen. Can we get much higher? So high. So About this back in Chicago Mercy, mercy me, that mercy will I go That's me, the first year that I blow How you say broken Spanish, me no I blow Me drown sorrow in that Diablo Me found bravery in my bravado That was Dark Fantasy by Kanye West Off the album So Dan, that's your favorite intro? I... I, the one that comes to mind, I mean, it's just the way it takes turns and goes into this like beautiful, angelic, almost like gospel thing into a, you know, just a pretty banging beat. And yeah, it, it, it's, I feel you, man. I, I, I've never heard anything like that before. I, I don't know. Probably my favorite picture so far. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's like he's inviting you into this weird world that he created. Like, I, I really, uh, this sounds pretentious, but I really get his vision on this album, and this just sets the tone. What do you think is his vision? I mean, it's just like this idea of, of like, kind of rising up and, and showing this, like, lavish lifestyle that he's created for himself, and, and that, like, it's inspiring. He's trying to inspire others to do the same. So, well, I, I, I've started, like, viewing Kanye West's you know, sort of artistic visions, like, a little bit differently. Uh, like, recently, I started thinking about what was going on in Kanye West's life at the time. Yeah. So his this came out right after his mom dies, right? Right after Donna West gets her... Wasn't that Ada Waits? I think she died in 2008. Let me check. Hold on. This was um, when his, I believe... Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of a Kanye historian sometimes. All right, you be you correct me. I was I I think it was he was at the tail end of his relationship with Amber Rose, and they were going through some stuff. Yes, I might be wrong. It could be an overlap. Oh, there is a weird little he, overlap. Didn't he public? Didn't this album come out like this? Came out right before you know it's right. After. Right after. Yeah. Uh, but like shortly thereafter, you're right? right. He didn't, he uh, there was like, a good, I think there was a good, you know, two okay. year gap. There Hold was on. a year? Okay, gap? so. This was like, we're coming back in, we're coming back in. Alright, come back in. Alright, so I, I stand corrected. Donda West died before 808s and Heartbreaks. Um, so I'm wrong, you're right. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I remember, well, 808s and Heartbreaks was like this, this really profound sad album or at least that's how it was pitched i mean because he had ended i think like a long-term relationship uh of like 10 years in addition to his mom passing away so like that's why all those songs take such a sad tone on that but don't you feel like there's a post donda west kanye where it's like when she was alive there was sort of like he you know, he, he put things in their place. There was always a family song. There was always a song uh, with yeah. a religious angle to it. You yeah, know what I mean? Good point, yeah. And then after she died, uh, slowly, he, he, you know, he got a little more out there. Maybe that's just creatively he got more um, adventurous. But then now he's like, now he's God. Now it's like he's died and become God. You know what I mean? Well, that was Jesus when he, when he was doing that I am a God stuff. Right. And then on... Uh, Life of Pablo, he gets more into the gospel stuff again. Ultralight beam and so, right. So he, I don't know. It's moving in all kinds of directions, going back and forth on that. What's your favorite Kanye album? It's it's Dark Twisted Fantasy for sure. 
which I saw on some, I can't remember what the website was, but they had they had listed that as the number one right. Kanye album. So why would you why would you put that as your favorite? Just like front to back, the production is really great. I don't think there is a bad song on there. Um, it does a lot of different stuff. It's dynamic. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, there's definitely some great songs on there. So it's that weird Chris Rock part though, which I find a little weird. Oh, in the blame game? It's like, yeah, it's like, it goes on it, way too long. Yeah, it goes on way too long, yeah. Yeezy fixed my pussy. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what the fuck? But I, I mean, I even like kind of found a way to enjoy that just from <laughs> the other stuff on there. So yeah, I'm biased, but. I'd say my favorite one is, um, I, I would have to say Yeezus in like a weird way, even though so much other stuff is just like more classic. Mm. It's dark. It's just dark. Yeah, Jesus is dark, and also it's like, um, okay, so when he uses Justin Vernon on Dark Twisted Fantasy, I feel like he doesn't quite know how to use him yet. Maybe. You know, I feel like it was like kind of like a goof. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll drive up to Wisconsin, record with this weird indie rock guy, and we'll see what happens. Sure. But then, um, in like Monster, right? He's kind of, it's cool. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. But then. Uh, hold my liquor, though. I feel oh, like he uses great. it perfectly. That you know what I mean? Time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I love hold my and liquor. And he uses and another thing, right? On good music, on that um, or Good Fridays, whatever it's called, where he used um, uh, Chief Keef. He had no idea how to use them. Again, hold my liquor to go back to the same track. He uses them right. What's that? New Slaves. I mean, what other like song really blends rap and rock so perfectly? I know. You know what I mean? No, you're right. He, he does kind of pin that down a little bit more. Um, it's so easy to fuck that up. Like we were yeah. talking about that recently. Like it's so easy. Like it, it's uh, so easy to start with the intention of like I'm gonna put rap and rock together. Rap rock more often fails than it than it succeeds. Yeah. In a fairly large margin of failure. Yeah, ninety nine percent of failure. We're not looking back fondly on Kid Rock. Oh, what the ball! My yeah. uncle actually is his uh, his glass man. <laughs> what, what, what is that? Yeah, yeah, he's got a glass man. He, Kid Rock is needing glass cut all the time. Oh, because of the, the Detroit connection? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so he's <laughs> this glass man. It's pretty cool. <laughs> all right, so... Mary... Track, oh, it's my turn. Oh, your shit. Track. So, all right, so... How many topless black foxes did I have under my belt? Like boxes, not to brag, but if it add up, want to nigga, that's mad nuts. Game, you mad nuts. How you gonna call out all these bitches knowing damn what they gonna call me? The only dream of that ghetto palm queen was to make it to the screen. Maybe get seen, maybe get chose by a nigga from a team. Head so good, he don't ask for a preen. Nah, now ask yourself this question, uh, would you be with Jay Z? If he wasn't CEO, would you be with FABO? If he drove for Neo, would you ride with Neo? If he was in the Geo, well, why the hell you think these bitches coming at me for? But since they all fall in my palm, I take a trio. Yo, Alright, so that was Wouldn't Get Far by the Game, uh, featuring Kanye West. It's a Kanye beat, which is why I picked it. I thought it, I wanted to pick a Kanye song I think you might not know. I definitely didn't know that. I like the beat. Um, the game, I'm sort of iffy. I don't. Yeah, it, it's hard for me to get into it. Um, what's the one song he, he did with Lil Wayne where like grind until you die? Yeah, I'm on. I think it's called My Life. My Life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really like that for some reason. <laughs> I kind of like that too. I like that album. I like that this game album and the next game album is the one that came after, which is called LAX. It's like you named your album after him. It's like the dumbest thing you could posit. No one likes the airport. <laughs> right. No, I kind of like the airport. You like the airport? No, I, I, could, I could chill at the port. I like the, the track Cinnabon. Yeah, Cinnabon's great. Um, <laughs> you know what, the track I really like? Um, those people don't look handicapped wiring up. She's just fat. She's just That's the parentheses. She's just fat. I'm sorry, she just fat. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Um, so, there, okay, so two Kanye things I wanted to say. Number one, I wanted to play a different Kanye song for you, but it's not on Spotify called I Still Love Her. It's Kanye, Kanye and the Teriyaki Boys. I do not know this. I have to look it up. It's almost the entire song is in Japanese. They're really? Japanese rappers, yeah. What's Kanye's thing? This is a good thing to talk to you about. Why does he love Japan so much? I'll, I'll tell you why. It's kind of interesting. So his mom was a professor at Chicago State, and she took a position at 
uh, Nanjing University when Kanye was a kid. Oh, and no he, he lived in China for uh, one or two years, I can't remember. But he was so young, he was at a young impressionable age where he learned Chinese and went to school with like Chinese kids. No good. Wow. And somebody found that out about him. Like he wasn't public about that until a couple of years ago. And he was like, actually, that was extremely influential to me. Um, and actually, a guy we know, Keith Pazel, his mom was Kanye West's art teacher. I don't okay. know. Yeah. Wow. And she said that when Kanye West started at her school, he was already drawing like. Um, like anime looking teddy bears and stuff yeah, like that. The teddy bear thing has always been weird to me too, but that's the okay. Same influence, I guess. Yeah. Who's the artist that he always has commissioned work from? Oh, he's actually got a thing right now. Yeah, at, 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 um, uh, at the Museum of Contemporary Art in, uh, in Chicago. It's um, a Cairo, it's a Kayaka Yawazaki, I think is his name. <laughs> no, no, like totally just made that shit up. Yeah. Made that shit up. Give me the, give me the research pad. Well, okay. AKA the iPad, rest in peace, Steve Jobs. The other thing I was going to say is uh, one of the first times I hung out with you, though, we talked about a different Kanye song. I just yeah. flippantly referenced the Kanye lyric. Because some guy, when you're like at open mic comedy, right, sometimes occasionally when you're waiting for the start, people just come up to you and just, un just unload their pants <laughs> on you. Yeah. And someone was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I, how do you get good at this? And then I was like, I was like, well, it's like GLC says in the song Spaceship. I do remember And then you like literally came in and you were like, why didn't get signed wasn't my time. Like, it was like a perfect like conversation. You don't remember who that person was though? I don't. Or, or, it wasn't me, I don't think. No, you were standing near me okay. when that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't like lamenting my lack of comedy progress. No, it was some <laughs> other guy. Some, yeah. some fly on the windshield. Yeah, right. Fuck him. Fuck him. Because actually the first time I met you, was when you came to that open mic and you were like, I just moved here from Orlando. Like you came and introduced yourself to everyone. Did I really? Yeah. I would never do anything like that. I think you're misremembering. You're, you did move here from Orlando. I, I did, yeah. but I wouldn't just like make a show of it and like be the mayor. And no, 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 it wasn't like that. It was like, it was like hours before it started. Oh, okay, and we were just okay. like sitting on the stage. We were like setting stuff gotcha. up. Okay. I'm the mayor of Orlando. <laughs> All right, well... Well, naturally, our internet is loading very slowly. I'd like to tell oh. Copcast... I'd like to take a moment to say, hey, Copcast, go fuck yourself. So, fuck Copcast. But what I will say, one other thing about this Kanye stuff, which I think is really interesting, is whenever Kanye does a feature... Uh, Takashi Murakami! All right, there we, we got it. <laughs> all right. Whenever Kanye uh, does a feature, it's, what I, it's sort of commiserate with where that album is. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, so for sure. Like, for example, I don't know if you heard the Rick Ross song um, "Sanctified," but to kind of be, it's during when Jesus came out, so it's like a really fucking dark. Yeah, it's like way too dark for a Rick Ross song, you know. Got it. Um, and this is during graduation. He was still chipmunking at this point, you know. Okay. And this is a chipmunk, you know, vocal sample. This sounds like it sounds like "Oh Boy," like that Cameron song. You remember that? Man, I, I wish I <sighs> understood any of these. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of people remember but I that get, Cameron song, but <laughs> I get what you mean by the chipmunk stuff. Yeah. Alright, ready for another track? Alright, so this is Dan's pick? Yep, it's a damn pick. Oh shit, it's on me? Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do the National, Blood Buzz Observation, but you have a similar connection with Detroit area, I'm yeah. sure. Um, it's like you can't escape it, but you want to kind of still feel connected to it in a way. Yeah, it's um, it's complicated, right? Because you don't want to be there, but you like 
you know, you don't want people like talking shit about right. it, you know? And well, I hated, I, I hated so many aspects of like the suburb where I grew up or whatever. Like I did have good friends there and good times there. Right. It's just, I, I never saw that as a life I wanted to live. Right. It's conflicting. Did you ever hear the song Hometown Hero by Big Crit? It samples the Adele song. You okay. Know, huh. But uh, it, it's it, it's kind of like a similar thing where he's like, you know, no matter what he accomplishes, like he ain't shit in like his hometown. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because you're measured differently. Right. Exactly. People people remember you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can never go back and be like, hey, I'm, I'm the shit. And they're like, you peed your pants in third grade. You know. It's, yeah, it's the opposite experience for like the high school quarterback who had like a great upbringing. Oh yeah, and it never leaves. And like, right, but outside of that, he ain't shit. You know exactly. He's only shit in his hometown. Right, right. Oh man, if you you kept in touch with any people like that? Not hugely. Just kind of like my close circles of friends. But I hear shit through them about this kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. How does it? Is it? Is it turned out good or bad? I mean, I'm very curious about that. What is it <laughs> right. good to peak? Do you want to peak in high school? I would say no, but. I mean, it would suck if I said yes because then my life, you know, right? That's it would, would have been. Horrible. I would have been like fifty. That that would be okay. I think like mid thirties is probably maybe where you want to be. I don't know. Um, but most of the people in high school who had a really good time in my high school are just doing fine now. Like they sell insurance or something. Right. It's a lot of that. Yeah. They're just doing fine. Mm. It's not an experience I'm envious of. Right. Mary, you went to a giant cesspool of a high school. Like, I did, I did. I went to high school in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. My graduating class was about 1100. Shit, wow. Right, so it really was a fucking cesspool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I was talking with a friend the other day how we were like one of those high achieving blue ribbon schools, but then our graduating class has nobody of note. <laughs> no. Like like previous graduating classes, we had like Fulbright scholars and people who like really did something. Like people who were like out there solving right. problems. For us, it's like the same thing. You're like, huh? If you got a job, like we don't even have anybody. I don't think that works for Google other than like as an administrative assistant. I'm like, hey, hey, you know anyone that works for Google or Facebook? And I'm like, yeah, but you know, it works in sales. Well, <laughs> so it's not, it's not even you know like an, an ad sales. So it's not even like. I don't know, it's weird. There were like 1,100 of us and we graduated at such a weird time that like all of us were confused with what the fuck to do with our lives. So that's kind of strange when you go to such a high achieving school and even the people that went to like Georgetown are like, well, I don't know. Yeah, like four four out of five of them still work at a bar now. Yeah, oh man, ain't that the truth. That's why you can't really talk to your servers in Chicago because they're like, I went to Duke, and you're like, please don't tell me that. I want to believe the American dream is real. Yeah, yeah, we uh scam. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is like this is a the uh, Kid Rock's DJ went to my high school. All right, I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about the national briefly. All right, yeah, go for it. And get you off your tantrum because they get a lot of hate and it's deserved. So I just want to say that, defending that. Well, play, man, um, play, play your national song first. No, 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 no. Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna have a few national tracks that I like more. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't dislike this one. I don't know. High violence, just not. I didn't really even listen really? to that album very much. Okay. I got into the national like around Boxer, and then sure. I went backwards and I listened to Alligator, and then I got a couple of tracks off Sad Songs and Dirty Lovers that I'm a pretty big fan of. But I think Boxer is probably my favorite album. I think High Violet. I don't know. I just. It's, it's uh, I, I the National like, are also known as Guided by Voices. I've never heard that. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm, I I guess I lost. I I got tired of them by the time High Violet came out. I kind mm. of already like, gotten over my right, national phase. Right. I think if anything, I was still listening to some tracks from like Alligator and Boxer. Boxer's great. Boxer's probably my favorite album. What's the song that yeah, you guys have? Uh, What's her face in the music video? Who's <laughs> the girl from um, yeah. Flight of the Concords? Uh, Kristen Shaw. Kristen Shaw, and then the guy from uh, Mad Men. The Slat- Slattery, John Slattery. She's the president, and or he's the president. And she's a, no, she's the president, and he's a secret service agent. They fall in love. Oh, I don't, I don't know. That. <laughs> I don't know but, uh, now that I'm looking at the boxer, at the boxer uh, track list, basically every song in here I like. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's really a bad song on this album. That's that has uh, mistaken for strangers on it. Yeah, that's mistaken yeah. for strangers. Fake Empire, Brainy, Slow yeah. Show. 
Racing Like a Pro. A lot of really, a lot of really good tracks on there. It's a good front to back. You have to be in the mood for this stuff. And like, I was in that right. mood. What is the mood? It's just, just sad. Sad. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be sad as shit. And I'm just. But it's great if you're sad. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm, I'm happy sad. that I don't want to listen to this all the time anymore. That's a nice feeling. Right. See, that that's an interesting way of putting it. I. I really liked the Nashville for a long time. I saw them live a couple times, um, and I can't listen to this anymore. I can yeah. listen to like just single tracks. Like I can listen sure. to like "Mistaken for Strangers" every once in a while or "Brainy." Mm. Basically, I, I can throw that on a playlist like when I feel the need to just That'd be nice. Yeah. When I gotta come down a little bit. Right, right. Balance the mood. But yeah, you, you don't want to be too into it. I, I see why they get kind of a bad rap, or their fans get a bad rap because of just how... Sad, whiny. Yeah, yeah. So, from listening to all your tracks, I was going to play a national song, but I thought I'd play a song that maybe you didn't know, or maybe you didn't know. Nice. by Proto Martyr off their album The Agent Intellect and uh, I put this track to impress Dan which was the point of this episode that I think we got kind of off track with a little well, bit. Yeah, we made well, well Dave, Dave you really impressed Dan with your knowledge of Kanye West even though you got that one fact wrong. Fuck Donda. The, the Japan hey. stuff is <laughs> um, I love Proto Martyr. Uh, they're a Detroit band. They kind of are a little edgier than the national, which is why I picked them. It's like if you're done feeling sorry for yourself and like masturbating with your tears, I think Proto Martyr is like the next level. If you're now, now you're like Proto Martyr is taking out the belt, putting it around your neck. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. This no, to jerk off with, not to kill yourself. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. Personally, I'm ready. Uh, this is this is like a little anger. This is a little uh, a little more interesting stuff is going on with the with the music here. It's uh, it's a little heavier, darker, but it's still got that kind of spacey feel to it. Right, which is yeah. which is why, which is kind of why I picked it. This is sort of along those lines. But if you're if you're if you're aged, if you've aged out of the national, which apparently a lot of people haven't, because they got a lot of like weird forty-year-old balding fans when I saw them live. A lot of just I believe that. I'm yeah. just like sad dad bod guys. Oh, but... That's that's very sad. <laughs> But uh, Proto Martyr is great. Dave's got a fun fact about him. Oh, I went to high school with the lead singer. There's no kidding. Yeah, really. yeah, for four years. I, 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 Casey, I know him fairly well. Um, and then I had an English class with him. Uh, his brother, sorry, his cousin is in the Dropkick Murphys. Very musical family. Yeah, but it's, it's funny to think, though, that their family's thing that they do is punk rock, which is supposed to be like a rejection of yeah. like, the status quo. Right, exactly. Well, my father's father. <laughs> Keeping the tradition alive. They sound kind of like Cold War kids a little bit, you know? Um, yeah, I, I can see that for sure. What, so, like, do you keep in contact with this guy? Or? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Just to, to know somebody who's like had moderate success in the arts is weird. I, I don't think I have. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. It is weird to know. Like, think about it, like somebody we know that we did like an open mic with will be successful it's someday. Like, and it'll be weird. Too. Yeah, yeah. It'll be weird to be like, it's gonna be like, I never thought that guy was that good or- That guy, huh? He was kind of a dick or whatever. Yeah. Or or not. I mean, I feel like living in age, there's so many of us. He just, he just kind of- Watch no one from Chicago make it. No, 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 no. There's one guy that I saw, he just kind of mumbled and said things that weren't jokes at open mics uh, a lot. And then he, he, got, he got a job on a TV show. Ah, right? Oh, I was gonna say we can do this on mic. Yeah. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Uh, to all all potentially five listeners, maybe ten, maybe twenty, <laughs> someday five up to five hundred, five thousand. How many how many listeners? Are you what do you want to set the ceiling at? You're, you're on a great network, so we're on yeah. a great network. Hey, I'd like to shout out real quick to Machine Culture. Thanks for having us on. They're the network that pays me. So you no, shit talk someone and then drop your network. Yeah, exactly. So you know who to bring your complaints to. Yep, exactly. yeah. Feel free to reach out to my agent. 
Um, Alright, Muller, I think the last sign is yours. It's on me? Oh, uh, we got we got the chili peps. Oh, well, yeah, this is your last one, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, your last song, and then Dave's got to slip, because Dave, Dave feels compelled that's a really good one to end everything, so. Okay. All right. Last one. My shadow side, so amplified, keeps coming back dissatisfied. Elementary son, but it's so old. My love affair with everywhere was innocent. Why do you care? Someone start the car, time to go. Alright, alright, so that was Wet Sand by the Red Hot Chili Peppers off of Stadium Arcadium. Fantastic song. Just a beautiful, kind of slow, uh, nice song. The chorus is really good. The chorus is a great melody. It's just that, my wood, it's just, I don't know, but it's good. It, it grooves, yeah. It's one of the, okay, I don't love Studio Mercadium. I This really? is just, just a common theme with me is going to be, Dan, you pick some great artists and some shit yeah. albums. <laughs> this, this album, there's like 40 songs in this album. I How do you right, know, like, right. And no, it's not that I don't get it. I think, I think this song actually reminds me of some, some older Red Hot Chili Peppers tracks. Okay. This is this is a standout listenable track on an otherwise whatever album. I think while we were, we were listening to some Red Hot Chili Peppers in the car uh, on the way back from the gym, because we work out. And. Congrats. Hey, hey thanks. Thanks. Well, let us know how it's good we go. Um, and we were just talking about how at this point they're just making up lyrics now. Like like some of the words are just mumbo jumbo. Like, oh, yeah. My father, daughter, mother in the suitcase consecrate me. And you're like, huh. Yeah, but you know what though? I feel like Led Zeppelin and a lot of other people were doing that. You know, we can't really fall. I love I love the Red Chili Peppers. I've been a, I, I was a diehard fan for a very long time. For a while, actually, the only two artists I like. Whereas the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Insane Clown Posse. That's kind of weird to think about. Which means we should definitely trust your taste. <laughs> Alright, but... I speak for the people here. Um, I mean, I, here's a weird thing about this album, right? So, I used to be like... I don't want to say like really religious, but like like I, like I did this shit, you know? And I gave up music for Lent one year, right? Like I gave it up, right? So good. And um, this out, I was a diehard Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, right? And this album came out during that time. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't listen to it. I couldn't like listen uh, to it. I, I refused. Like I, I wanted to be like a monk. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> Just prove that I can do it. So I didn't listen to the single when it came out. And then on Easter morning, right? So I like run down. You know, I'm like. 15 or 16 at this point, so I'm not like, ooh, give me the candy or whatever. But I run down and I go straight to the family computer and press play on the song that I had only heard referenced as okay. Danny California. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Gotta say, gotta say, a disappointed. They were disappointed. Yeah. I was disappointed, and then I bought the album like that day, right? Yeah. And I was like, huh. I, I think the most impressive song, just like from a single, Snow is so good. Snow is great. Snow is good. Yeah. yeah. I haven't listened to Snow in a while, but yeah, I, but I remember really liking Snow off this album. Yeah. Uh, one thing to your point earlier about them just kind of bullshitting the lyrics, like, I think uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers have always been, always been like really solid just musically, but lyrically, that's where people kind of go in and out of it, you know? And they're right too, they did, you know? Anthony Keyes is the biggest problem with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hey, did you ever read Scar Tissue? I did, actually, yeah. What, okay, that was, there were some really horrific parts of that book where he has sex with his dad's girlfriend, for example. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you know, like, he, like, gets a blowjob from Flea's sister or something. Yeah, what a, you know, like, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> I don't know about him. Scar Tissue, fuck my dad's sister. No, no, hold on, you combine two of those words into one even <laughs> And that's what it's about, sure. That'd be your aunt. That's, oh that's yes. That's oh shit. Oh fuck! I didn't even realize that's girlfriend. Oh weird. Oh man. Yeah. No, I, All right, cut that one, Dave. <laughs> um, that's yeah, Anthony Kiedis, and I and I have definitely had periods where I really loved Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. Sometimes it works perfectly, but a lot of times it's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, exactly. Um, God, I'm trying to think. There's some really weird ones in there. I mean, so I'm gonna play. We're gonna close on the Red Hot Chili Peppers side. 
where this is maybe the weirdest red eye chili. I, I think there's two, maybe four super weird. How, how well do you know the red eye chili peppers? Pretty well. The one, the album you picked here is probably my biggest knowledge gap, though. Okay. So I will say that there's some weird ones. They have a song called Party on Your Pussy. You know that song? <laughs> I've heard of it, yeah. It's a weird, oh, what about I'm a Little P, you know? I don't know that That's one. just Flea singing and playing bass, talking really? about how he's a little P. Okay, that's a weird one. Um, uh, they're Red Hot. That's a weird one. It's oh, yeah. It's like a weird little, like, red time. This, that, this one I only heard when Dave played for me today, and it is so fucking weird. All right, it's, 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 <laughs> I can't So it, this it, is... Explain, explain it before we, before we end. So um, Anthony Kiedis... Uh, you know, and um, he's like a diehard Lakers fan, right? He's, okay. He sits over there with Jack Nicholson, right, when the Lakers are in the playoffs and stuff. Right. So he, he made they made a song about the Lakers called Magic Johnson, and it's and like I don't even know what the fuck this is. Like I'm gonna play this for you. I actually kind of wanna maybe we'll we'll close with a different track because I actually want I want to hear your opinion of this song. I so can't let me, wait. Let me just quickly play it. For like filler tracks, there's already a shit ton of songs out. Yeah. So why do that? I don't drugs, know. Man, drugs. You think, yeah, it must have been. Right? Do you think they got more drugs for this? They're like, <laughs> we'll we'll just give you because remember there was that story where they're like he like put a um, who was it? it was like um, fuck, what's his name? Um, George Clinton just put like a a stack of heroin, like a stack of cocaine. Right. He's like, this is for recording. You know, it's like. <laughs> Did they just get more drugs if they stayed in the studio? I guess so, yeah. So they're like, we'll fill some time and do this Lakers. What I also don't like about it is it's coming across as like people who don't really know shit about basketball trying to make make a statement about it. M-A-G-I-C! Yeah. It's like, why? It's like a weird cracked out cheerleader. Yeah, the cheerleader. Yeah. What's a weird meth chant? Yeah, meth chant? Yeah. We want meth. M-A-G-I-C! Meth, 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 meth! That's basically the song. And this, I assume this is when Ma- Magic Johnson is playing still? Yeah, this is pre-AIDS. This is pre-AIDS, yeah. Isn't that weird to think about? This is before AIDS. <laughs> you want, okay, so listen to this. Here's a weird thing. I used to have this friend, Ronnie. Okay, this is a girl, Ronnie, and um, her younger brother. I used to like hang out with him a lot. Okay. And uh, I was like in a band with her and her boyfriend. And um, uh, uh, his little brother, uh, for whatever reason, I taught, I told, I played him the song, and he was like, "Who's Magic Johnson?" I explained to him, and he's like, <laughs> "Magic Johnson sounds like a superhero that gives people AIDS with his Magic Johnson," and then he just kept saying it, and then his mom thought that I told him to say that, and then I was not allowed to go back to their house. Oh, no. Isn't that fucked up? It's pretty fucked that up. is fucked up. Should we should we uh, end with a song that we know will impress Muller? Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to Impress Me With Music. I've been Mary Novohovsky. I'm Dave Max. I've been Dan Muller. All right, and we are still who we said we were. And I ain't made shit. I wish I could buy me a spaceship and fly. Cast the sky. Man, man, my manager insults me again, I will be assaulting him After I fuck the manager up, then I'm gonna shorten the register up Let's go back, back to the gap, look at my check, wasn't no scratch So if I stole, what am I fault? Yeah, I stole, never got caught They take me to the back and pat me Asking me about some khakis, but let some black people walk in I bet you they show off they token black 
Oh, not enough, Kanye. Let's put them all in the front of the store. So I'm on break next to the no smoking sign with a blunt in them all. Taking my hits, writing my hits, writing my rhymes, playing my mind. This fucking job can't help them. So I quit. Y'all welcome. Y'all don't know my struggle. Y'all can't match my hustle. You can't catch my hustle. You can't fathom my love, dude. Lock yourself in a room doing five beats a day for three summers. That's a different world like three summers. I deserve to do these numbers. The kid that made that deserves that made back. So many records in my basement. I'm just waiting on my spaceship. I've been black. Working this shift and I ain't I wish I could buy me a spaceship and fly past the sky. Oh, I've been working this great shift and I ain't made shit. I wish I could buy me a spaceship and fly past the I didn't even try to work a job, represent the mob at the same time Thirsty on the grind, shy state of mind, lost my mama, lost my mind Life my love, that's not mine, why you ain't signed? Wasn't my time, leave me alone, work for it, y'all Half of it's yours, half of it's mine, only wanna ball, never wanna fall Gotta get mine, gotta take mine, gotta tech nine, reach my prime Gotta make these haters respect mine, in the mall to 12 When my schedule headset nine, putting on on shelves, waiting patiently, I ask myself where I wanna go, where I wanna be. Life is much more than running in the streets. Holla, hey, yay, hit me with the beat, put me on my feet, sounds so sweet. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.